Shut up and sit down. Good afternoon, real estate community. My name is Scott Lurie, and you're here today with The Hard Truths with Scott Lurie. I am so grateful and excited to share with you today. I've got one of a very exciting guest with us today, Daniel Martinez. I had the pleasure of meeting Daniel about a year ago. Uh, Daniel is the co-founder of Hivemind CRM. We're going to describe what CRM is for those of you that don't even understand or know what that acronym is, because a lot of people might not. Uh, so, Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us on The Hard Truths. And we're so glad to have you. I appreciate the opportunity. Like I said, I like giving back to the community. So anyway, I can. So hopefully people mm-hmm. find value in that. <laughs> yeah, um, they're going to find this to be stimulating because this is one of the topics that we get to talk about a lot in our business. And you're you're one of those pieces of the puzzle that's in the behind the scenes. People don't really know that what's there. And some of the successful people are using you guys using CRMs. And then we'll talk specifically mind, But people are using systems, processes in place to make um, their real estate career and their real estate investment better. And other people have no idea what we're even talking about. And so part of it is I'd like to just maybe ask you for a brief introduction, Daniel. You know, when I met you, you got on stage here at our Hustle Harder event, which is 1.0. We're about to drop 2.0 here. We're super excited for August. But but you, you, you garnered a lot of energy, right? People were like, what is this guy talking about? And who the hell is Daniel, by the way? So Daniel, um, you know, Tell me, the days you started as you were driving, you, you probably had a Mountain Dew. You were in some 18-wheeler. Is that true? You were an over-the-road truck driver? Yes, I'm originally a truck driver. I used to load trucks. I'm only 30 years old, so I've been an entrepreneur for about five years now. It'll be five years this December. But um, I originally used to load trucks with a forklift operator, got into trucking as a truck driver, and then actually started my own trucking company. So I actually had got to a point where I had five trucks that actually drove under me. And I own three of them. So I uh, actually wow. was original overload truck driver, did local, regional, the dry vans, all that good stuff. So this is for the guy listening today or the girl listening on the phone that's saying, hey, listen, I'm flipping burgers at Burger King or I'm f- driving a forklift today or I, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just hit the 150th mile of my my thousand mile uh over the road today and and, and you, we're about to talk real estate. We're about to talk what you can be and how you got a hot, what, so Daniel, tell me, you're, you're, you're driving truck or you're driving forklift, then you start driving truck, then you start owning your own trucks and then you do something crazy. What, 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 tell us what happened here, man. I, I got to hear this story. <laughs> so, um, it was out of necessity, man. So, uh, I didn't know nothing about business before I got into like owning a trucking business. So I was just down that trucking path because it was just, I didn't know what to do at that point. So ended up starting a trucking company, didn't know nothing about business. And I didn't know about profit margins or managing employees, nothing at all. Like it was all new for me. So when I got into trucking, I quickly realized that trucking is a very money intensive game and your profit margins are slim. Most publicly traded trucking companies usually operate on a margin of 3% or less. Billion dollar companies, their margins are 3% or less. So me as a small trucking company, realizing that I, I, I spent a lot of money, wasn't really making very much money. So I had to pivot into something else after about two years doing that. And that's where I pivoted into wow. real estate. Yeah. It's an interesting pivot. Cause you know, the one thing that I love about real estate, the thing that makes me so passionate about this is that you don't need a degree to get into real estate. You don't need yep. 
a license to get into real estate. You don't need many things to get into real estate. But what you do need is this hustle and this desire, right? Because Daniel, the truck driver, the forklift operator said, I just want to do better out of necessity. I want to feed my family. I want to take care of my family. I want to take care of me. I want to I yield better results. And so that's that necessity need, right? So I always say to someone who's sitting there, right? Today's the day, man. You're sitting there driving truck that you want to be better. How do we do it? Well, Daniel figured it out at 30 years old to say, you know something? I want to do better. And so that's this moment that we wanted to bring Daniel on today because Daniel ties into our industry, our real estate industry incredibly well. Um, he, he went from a forklift driver to a truck driver to a technology company uh, pretty darn quick. So, so, so walk us through this, right? So you wanted to do better. Uh, you got a partner, Anthony. Anthony, a good guy as well, came over here and visited with us. So tell me, you and Anthony come up with a, a company called Hivemind. So before you tell us about Hivemind, can you just bring down CRM, right? Because I, I think I know what it is, but let's share what a CRM is with everybody on the, on the audience. Oh, uh, CRM is a customer relations management tool. Um, most small businesses, I think it's like statistics, like 70% of small businesses don't use a CRM for the first five years. Right. Does, and and that should blow your mind. Right. So don't use CRMs. Right. And so CRMs run from like they're they're basically a live active database of all of your of your communication and contacts with people. Right. That's what it does. Yeah. So when you have a hot lead and they say, I want to buy from you, you know this and you know how to execute on that sale. And when you said 70 percent of them, I think that's probably low. But CRM is so critical. So customer relationship manager tool is what a CRM is. It's basically a ability for you to manage your customers. That's it. So, so, so talking about this, cause this is going to baffle people, right? Right. So here's what I'm thinking is, so I'm a real estate investor, right? I don't have customers. I, I don't have customers, right? I'm a, I want to buy your house. I don't have a customer, but the reality is da Daniel, tell us that's not true. Your, your sellers and sellers you talk to are your customers that you service. So us in the real estate industry provide a service to customers, which is an easy transaction, no matter what situation they're in to sell their property. That's what we do. Okay. So, so, so can you, so when you say the sellers, meaning the people that I'm selling or my dispoing my house to is part of my CRM, they're my customer, right? Is that, is that what yeah, you're referencing? Percent. It's your uh, homeowner sellers and it could be your, uh, investor buyers are your customers as well. Okay, so, so, so break this down for the guy, Daniel, because this is really, I think, really an important piece for people, right? Because if I say I don't have customers, the answer is you actually in the wholesale business have two set of customers, right? Okay, so, yep, so can yeah. you bring down the buy side? So let's just talk buy side for a minute because I think it's so important. So when wholesalers are out there, right, who's the customer, right? Who's the customer? It's your buyers that buy from you and your sellers that sell to you. Okay, so, so breaking it down from the buyers and the sellers, right? So we have two different sides of a transaction, right? So when I am going to look for new leads or take leads and go look for new homes to buy, those targets are my customers, right? So those would be yep. in my CRM with Hivemind would be my customers that I'm trying to go and buy from, right? So yes, customers can be someone you're paying versus the opposite side of what most people would intuitively think is a customer is someone that pays you. So in the scenario we are in, in the real estate industry, you would say to yourself, no, 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 guys, let's pay attention, right? So the customer on the 
on the onset of the first part of the wholesales where we're buying houses, the customers are your lead base, your, your leads, right? Your, your lead gen, right? Who you're going to solicit for. So, so tell us a little bit about that process because how does, you know, what I'm interested in, what the, what the guests are really interested in, Daniel, is so the, how does the buyer, right? How does the customer, meaning me, I'm looking to go buy some houses. How does someone get that lead or that list? And then how does HiveMind or a CRM help them procure a buy? Sure, sure. So there's tons and tons of sources to find sellers that want to sell. So you can go to the county, there's data tree, there's um, list source, there's a million providers out there that provide data. Um, fire list, water list, tax foreclosure list, the tax list, the deed list. I mean, there's a million lists out there that you can do to get that list from. So, but so, 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 so Daniel, so, so, so if I'm a real estate investor, I'm sitting in my truck today, I'm on the road, I'm at my job uh, at McDonald's and I'm taking a break and I'm listening to this. What you're saying from a granular level is that there is a service out there that provides you with lists of data that you would then would, would import essentially into HiveMind into your CRM to start cultivating a relationship with that person, right? So if let's just take one of your lists, for example, take the uh, water or fire list, right? Simple list, right? So a water or fire list is somebody that has sustained a loss, a t an insurance loss. So whether it's a, let's just say a fire loss, right? Cause that's the call I get all the time. Whenever I've had a fire in one of my properties, I get 50 investors that call me. And so, so walk us through that, right? So, so investor or owner of property had a fire last evening, list is updated and it gets into HiveMind, right? Or it gets to a user of HiveMind to the CRM. Tell us through that process. So we're, hey, Mr. Seller, we're reaching out to you. We understand you recently had a fire. Would you be interested in selling your property fire damaged as is in current condition? So we're trying to negotiate that price point because if, if it's a fire damaged property and really got a fire damage, they're going to get an insurance check for the damage, the complete value of the property. That's right. Plus the stuff that's inside of it and potential um, merchandise, so it gives, it gives them that opportunity to get out of a property that they might have a mortgage on or they might have no mortgage on, but might have some value in it. So they're getting paid by another third party. And this investor will be able to come in and say, so going, I, I want to focus on HiveMind for a minute. I really want to focus on the CRM process because we, we sure. jump through that. So we take this list, right? We have a list. Now I click import into my CRM, right? So then you, yep. you just went through a phone call that, that you would make as the investor, right? Correct. But, but so now tell us what else, what else the CRM can do for us, right? So I call John Smith, right? I say, John Smith, you just had a fire at your house, man. I'm so sorry about your fire. Um, would you be interested in selling the house? Hey, Mr. Investor, stop calling me because he just had a bad day, was up all night with the fire department, and he hang, hangs up on you. Okay. Okay. That happens all the time, right? So what else happens, right? What else can HiveMind do for me? What does it give me an opportunity to call him back tomorrow? Does it give me an opportunity to send him an email? Does it give me an opportunity to text him? Does it put him in some type of drip funnel? What happens? Because because I, I know what happens. Rejection sucks, right? Hey, there's a beautiful young lady. You're 16 years old. You go to her and say, Hey, young lady, I'd like to take you out for a date. And she says, Hey, dude, get lost, right? And now you're rejected, embarrassed. You're back home. You're sitting in your room crying. And you're saying that didn't work out too well, 
right? So now let's fast forward to the 28 year old trucker who just made his first phone call because he wants to get involved in real estate. And Mr. Smith, who just had a fire, who's up till five in the morning, you call him and he tells you everything under the sun, why you're the biggest piece of donkey in the world and never to call him again, click, right? To me, as the investor, as a seasoned investor, that's just the opportunity, man. We got to get the no to a yes, but how do we do that? Walk us through the hive mind CRM. So it takes seven to 12 contacts to get that first contract. So say that one more time, by the way. So seven to 12 rejections or communication with this buyer to get to a yes. That's it. If you make a phone call and you get a yes, you're lucky that first time. So it's going to take repeated action to contact that person to get them to agree to whatever terms you're trying to qualify. So when you put it into the CRM, you can email them. Hey, Mr. Seller, I'm sure it was a bad time. You might've just got off the phone with the, with the, with the buyer, Marshall. When's the best time to speak with you? Send them a text. Hey, I just sent you an email. You can check it out whenever you're available. I'm sorry about what's going on. We're here to help. Yeah. Then right. what happens is you can put them in a follow-up campaign just a week later, two weeks later, 30 days later, whatever that it looks like, depending on the lead, like a fire damage, you might want to hit up like maybe two weeks later, put them on the same, hey, send them another email, send them another text, send them, make another, make that phone call again. Hey, last time I spoke to you, you were in a bad year, it, it was a bad timing. I'm really sorry about that. Is now a better time to speak with you about your, about your fire? property. Yeah. And so, so going through the multiple levels, right? So, so what, what you, what you, ha- what you can't do when the person hangs up on you, hive mind allows for you to do via email, right? Which is give them a way to get back to you. Right. Cause borrow, uh, Mr. Fireman who just was, just had a fire is, is vulnerable right now. Right. He's a sensitive, he's upset. He might be pissed off at his tenant. He's might've not had something who knows, but, but you then call him. He says, go pound sand. You hang up, right? If you do nothing after you hang up, guess who's getting that deal? The next guy is getting that deal, right? And so, so what you've just said, I think is so important that we discuss process in place is don't take the rejection personally. He doesn't know you and you don't know him. You're trying to offer some consult or some consolement about a fire that hurt this guy somehow. But the reality is you might've got him at the wrong time. Hive mind and CRMs really help you foster that relationship, right? Because you're going to forget that you called this guy, but if you immediately put him into the system and it says, follow up in two days via phone call, follow up in three days via text, follow up in five days via email and immediately email and immediately text him, what happens, right? He has your number. He has your email. So when he, when he, when the adjuster finally leaves the property, right? So now the adjuster comes, he says, man, you have a great insurance policy. You're going to get a check for 500,000 smackers. And he said, great. I don't want to deal with this crap anymore. Now your text message, now what means something to him, right? So how cool is that? So, so walk me through with, so walk me through this. So hide my call. We get hung up on, we send him an email. We send him a text. We don't hear from the guy for two days. What else can, what does this CRM do for me, right? Because don't forget, that day I just called 50 people, right? Because there's 50 yep. losses in the markets I'm, I'm targeting. I talked to 50 people I was hung up on. Yep, you guessed it, 50 times. So you've, you put them on follow-up campaign and hope, hopefully it's, real estate's all about timing. So imagine if you, if you were to call, text, or email him right when he received that check of $500,000 and he's in a good mood, who's going right. to get that so when you say when you say the follow up though, I just you know I'd like to break everything down a little bit more granular for the audience because some people we have 
don't even understand that. Not as if they don't understand it's a negative, but it's just not what they speak, right? You and I speak this language every day, but to the over the road trucker who says the follow-up, what does that mean? So there's a there's a system, right? So this is a computer system, guys. This is a this is a tool, right? So when you said what is a CRM, you you added tool at the end, but it's not called CRMT. It's called CRM and you add tool, which is, I think, very cool. But, but so understanding what we're talking about here, Daniel, the follow-up piece of it is what? Can you break it down really, really granularly for me, right? Like, what does that mean? So you put them into a follow-up what? what? What happens here? Give me the behind the scenes. It's a, it's, a, it's a flow. So you put them into a flow where it automates that process, where a lot of my clients previously were on paper, hey, call so-and-so on the 20th to remind like, or put it in a spreadsheet. Like you can't remember to do that with 50 people. So what this does is once you put them into that flow, the system remembers for you and it might send that message for you where they respond like, Hey, call me at 5 PM. You're like, okay, I just answer the phone and call them at 5 PM. So it does a lot of that automated and reach outreach for you. So you don't have to do it manually. So you can do yeah, more. So, right. So what it says time. is that you can now call a hundred people and instead of writing down a hundred pieces of notes, you can click follow up three days from now or follow up workflow two or whatever you want to create. And that in that period of time, will maybe send you an email to call the person or get you in the system and tells you your task for the day, or it might automatically in three days, send that person another email. Is that, is that a fair statement? hundred percent. And as well as for like, it's no longer depending on you. So a, a lot of people like they want to automate, 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 but people are, a lot of people want to delegate, delegate, delegate. But if you can automate that whole process where there's no human factor in place, you're going to solve that error, potential error that could happen where you're like, I missed that follow-up because I was, I was, I was, I called in sick that day or whatever. My v- yeah. Or, or I, I didn't know to call the guy and you know, who he just got off the phone with, you know, the worst call you ever get is when you forget to follow up and you follow up the day later and he's like, Oh yeah, I just sold it to, I just sold it to this guy. Right. Cause don't forget, I mean, let's not be arrogant enough to realize that there's 50 more people calling this guy. Who's got the most charisma and charm and who's got the ability to follow up with the guy. Cause everybody gets hung up the first time, right? Everybody, why are you calling me click? Right. And then you don't know what just happened in their lives, right? So it's not personal about you. So let me back you up for a minute because Daniel, it's pretty interesting. I'm an over the road truck driver, forklift guy. How the hell did you get into the technology industry? Um, I was already a kind of tech, technologically savvy. Okay. And uh, to the point where my truck driver trainer, like I aced my test and he's like, what are you doing here? You're not a truck driver. Okay. <laughs> That's what he told me when I took my test when I was on my, when my trainer. So it was one of those things where like, I was just, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I kind of, the path was presented to me and I kind of ended up here. Okay. And, <laughs> well, well, so, so, okay. So now, so now take the, let's take the CRM piece of it, the follow-up, right? So is there follow-up on follow-up? And then we talked about funnels. You use this word funnel. And for me, the funnel coming from Wisconsin is where you dump a bunch of beer in it and drink it fast. What, what does the funnel really mean, right? Like walk us through give us the high level of what can you create in a funnel, right? Cause I know that funnels can have multiple different pieces that can have multiple different statements. And what happens when you get one that becomes engaged in the funnel, right? So like, Hey, uh, my name is Scott. Do you want to sell one, two, three main street? And they write back, yes. What happens in that funnel, right? Does the, does the fire alarm go off and everyone start like jumping up and down that we got a live one. Walk us through that a little bit, please. So 
there, there's different types of funnels. There's website funnels, there's email funnels, there's message funnels. So there's different levels to it. So what you're talking about is more of like a message funnel. So you text 10,000 people, you think of a, a big funnel, you put 10,000 people into it, 5,000 people might not, even, might not even respond the first day. They might respond a day later. So it's kind of one of those things where like you kind of filter people down. So some might say yes, some might say curse you, some might say wrong person. <laughs> I do the cursing, you know, by the way, almost as fun right now because I get so many, hey, do you want to sell this property? And I, then I have to have my moment. But yeah, so, so let's just say that you, 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 so what he's, what Daniel's saying is that they build a list, right? So one of these lists yields 10,000 phone numbers. How long does it take HiveMind or a CRM to text 10,000 people? You can text 10,000 people in a day or two days. In, day. in a day or in two days. Day. So in one day, you can send 10,000 text messages? That's it. Yep, yep. Dude, I, you I, gotta, I, you've got to love this world, right? I, I've got to be honest with you. I love this world. You have to love this world that we can send as real estate investors 10,000 text messages. 10, okay, 10, so, we, so you send 10,000 text messages. How, what can I send 10,000 emails? 100%. Wow. We send, we send, uh, right now, we send about 150,000 on automation a month. An automation a month. So right now in your CRM, you're emailing 150,000 buyers or sellers. Yeah. In, in an email campaign. So let's say okay. you have a five email campaign across 30 days. That's 30,000 people we're sending across 30 days, five times. Okay. So he has a 30,000 person list that he's sending five times, 150,000 people. Wow. Amazing. What, okay. So walk us through once again. So we're in this funnel. We sent out 10,000 text messages today. And as you said, maybe 5,000 never respond, right? Is that the number? About 50% never respond. So uh, most messages are read within the first two minutes. So, like, so okay. Like so, but, but do you, can you tell that they've read that message? Um, no. It, it, okay. It, 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 like, they're going to get a notification on the phone. They're going to read it or not. Some care. So it's a, it's a scientific response. statement that says that within. Okay. So carry on. So, so you send 10,000 text messages in a day. Uh, it's read. No problem. Now what? So some might ignore it. Yep. Messages all the time. They might ignore it. Some people might cuss you out. That might take the step out of their time to no, not available. Wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> they right. might curse you. They might make fun of your grandma. They might just <laughs> yeah. a variety of replies, but out of that 10,000 people, you might get two that say, yes, I want to sell my property or three that say, yes, I want to sell my property. Well, now those are leads that or you might get a varying answers like, yeah, maybe not right now. Or call me, call me in three months, call me in 30 days, call me in six sure. months. And they might, well, they might, let's just, let's just, let's just right fast forward, Daniel, just for the sake of time, because we're going to cover anywhere in between. Call me in 90 days. Let's just say that somebody says yes. Right. So, uh, do you want to sell your house? And they write back. Yes. So, so tell me the fire alarm has to go off, right? Something has to dingle. You gotta, yeah. you gotta go crazy, right? Yeah. So we can set up automation hundred percent. If somebody says yes, you can set up a text message to set, reply to them. Yes. When's the best time to talk to you? And then set up the fire alarm to your acquisitions team. Okay, hey, so stop, stop. I want to I want to just stop because I want to just go through this process. So when somebody says yes, this CRM can auto-reply. It's smart enough to understand that the word yes, so if reply equals yes, the response is 
When is a great time for us to give you a call? Here's the best number to reach me at, and here's my email, and here's my name, and here's our website, and here's, you can give them 50 different pieces of information to build what you're trying to do is get the contract or try to get them so that you can build some credibility with them, right? That's this purpose. Okay, yep. so, so, so Daniel, that first piece of it means once we've got a funnel working, right, we get to the point of a yes, right? Okay, so now we have a yes, we sent them an auto reply. Now you just said the fire alarm's going off, right? So now the acquisition team, right? Your team that's out there buying deals gets what? Uh, an email, a red, uh, an emergency text message. What, tell us what happens here. Cause this is amazing. Guys. This is where like the system actually makes you amazing. So you can set up all the above. So you can send out an email notification, a phone notification or SMS notification. Hey, this person wants to sell their property. John Smith, one, two, three main street in Walking, Wisconsin, call them right now. Okay. now. okay, so I'm on my phone. I'm sitting here at my desk wondering what the solitaire game I should be playing today. I'm looking at all these other things. And then all of a sudden, I get a text message from our CRM that says, John Smith, 123 Main Street, it replied or says yes, right? So the team already knows what this text message should mean to them. And then what should happen? You call them right away. You're calling the guy right away or girl or the seller. And you're saying, Hey, I'm, I'm Scott or I'm Daniel. And I just got notification that you would like to sell your home. Thank you so much for your interest in us. And, and they're going to say, how the hell in three seconds did that? Yes. Turn into this turn into you calling me. You guys have to be legitimate, right? Credibility yeah. being built right over and over and over again. We want to build credibility for the ultimate goal is that when we give them the offer, Right. When we give them an offer on the home, well, it's going to be lower than they expect. Right. No, no investor pays more than they than investors think. Right. It doesn't happen, but it's going to be lower. You have credibility that you're going to be able to close and they're going to be able to get their money and they're going to be able to move on. Right. Yep. OK, so 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 that's the one, two, three step. I want to take you back, though. So of the. So now we sent out 10,000 text messages and 9,997 of them either cussed us out or didn't respond. So tell me what HiveMind does now. What can so it do? Have, so it can, you can sort out by warm leads that, hey, maybe not at this time. Put those on a 30-day follow-up. So, but, yep, so, so, but Daniel, take it back just to a really high level, right? So if somebody says, yeah. call me in 90 days, the CRM or the follow-up can put them in this, in what you call a drip campaign or whatever it is to say that the computer, your, your system, the hive mind system is working for you by just following the system. If somebody replies with anything, they are automatically into the next warm leads that gets a follow-up every 30 days. Is that a, is that a fair statement? hundred percent, hundred percent. So if they so, say, they uh, say, that's well, amazing. Tell us 30 days, boom, you get added to a campaign automatically 30 days. It's going to send them a text message or an email or a call. Yeah. And that yeah. text message can be, Hey, you asked me to contact you at a future date. I'm doing so. They're going to say to them, Oh, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy actually followed up, right? Because 99.9% .9 of this world doesn't know how to follow up. And that's why Hive Mind's in business, right? That's why CRMs are here. It's such a brilliant business. Um, you know, you never told me this. How much do you charge? How much is a CRM, uh, how much is a CRM for a real estate investor? Uh, we charge 99 a month. Not nine, $99,000? $99. $99. $99. This tool is available to you. $99 your life 
and the ability to do everything you wanted in real estate is $99. That's it. That's amazing. That's that, no, have- I just want to say that the affordability of this is, is, is mind blowing. No, not because of your product or anything, but the ability to get into real estate. I, you know, I'm, a, I, I, um, we use prop stream here and, and for 99 bucks, I'm amazed at all the data I get. I'm like, how the hell can I pull this for 99 bucks? Something's amazing. I know Jerry Norton uses his own proprietary system. That's like 150 bucks a month, but it's so affordable to build a system and processes in real estate yet. Of the investors you talk to, how many of them are using CRMs? Um, it's one of those things where like most businesses don't use them. So we, it's almost have to like, you have to, there's other, like I said, there's other CRMs out there, but they're difficult to manage. So it's so right. finding you one that you like, one that works and one that's uh, monetarily effective. Yeah. So, and so monetarily, I mean, at this point, guys, if you're going to go and make an investment to try to, to make a $5,000 wholesale and you can't make a $1,200 or a hundred dollar a month annual investment into a CRM, my best, my best guess for you is not to be a wholesaler, right? Come up with a different business plan because there's no way you're going to compete with the sophisticated wholesalers that are out there with CRMs and all the other data points. If you don't compete properly, right? It doesn't work. So, so I, I guess we probably share that thought process, Daniel. Hundred percent. You're going to need some type of marketing budget to start this business in general to produce leads. For sure. Um, as far as like client success, we've had twelve clients hit over hundred k month in profit in a month. So the twelve clients. So you, 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 Hive Mind have twelve of your clients that are hitting hundred k a month in profit using your in services and revenue. And revenue. Yeah. They pay us ninety. Wow. They pay ninety nine to two hundred bucks. Plus they're for 99 they're, bucks. Yeah. Wow. And they're making a hundred thousand dollars or more using our. So I don't know how to do return on investments, but my guess is that that's over a very high number. That's very good. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that that's pretty remarkable, Daniel. Um, so, so Daniel, what I, what I want to maybe discuss a little bit with you is, you know, so we talked about the buy side, but we haven't really talked about the dispo or disposition side of the wholesale business. Right. And so, so, you know, you buy an asset or we buy a contract as a wholesaler, right? We're buying. And that's, that's, that's what a lot of people do, right? How do you challenge and chase down these leads and then get the contract? But, but what subsequently goes to that is the other side of the customer, right? So most people don't view the buyer as the customer or the, the, the person you're buying from is the customer because you usually like to get paid to get paid to make the money. So on the dispo side, talk us through what that looks like. Cause I mean, Man, I bought one, two, three Main Street for a hundred grand. I'm looking to wholesale it for hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. And now what? I don't know. Tell me what's going on here. How, so I'm assuming there's a little bit of the same process, just with a little bit different ideology. Hundred percent. So we have the ability to build websites. All you need to do is buy a domain. So you can actually build a website, put your property on your website. Of hmm. One, two, three Main Street, three bedroom, two bath, uh, fourteen hundred square feet, two hundred thousand dollars. And then put that online. Now you're on the web. Now you can post it on Facebook. You can send people a link to physically look at the property pictures, all that stuff. And then you can do the same thing, text, email, and text out to your potential buyers. But so you're, so, but, but so you're not texting to the same people you're trying to buy from, right? So you have to go and create a whole nother list, right? It's another list. So, so this list. other list, give us some of the categories that you're seeing that you think um, are part of that dispo list that you want to get. So you mentioned when we talk about the other list, you talk about water, fire, state records, probates. You talk about all those lists. What does this list look like, right? Who are we going after? Um, 
cash buyers, hedge funds, agents. So let's go through those a little bit in category, right? So cash buyers. So you're going down and you're you're pulling a list of buyers that have purchased real estate in an LLC that have no mortgage on it, right? So that's the qualification, right? So cash buyer, right? Yep. Cash buyer or hard money lender that uses some type of hard money loan. Right. Um, hedge fund buyers, they usually buy a lot of properties. So if you're looking for a big buyer LLC that buys multiple properties per month. Okay. Something that's well-funded hedge fund buyer. And then the one we like the most is uh, agent list. Agents usually have a, a Rolodex of potential buyers that are want to buy properties in the area. So if you text enough agents, you can usually find a buyer that way as well. So you would text a real estate agent and you say, hey, dear uh, Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Real Estate Agent, I have uh, one, two, three Main Street available for sale. Do you know any buyers? Please call me or please text back. Okay. We, we pay commission is a good one for them. because, ah, because I was going to get into that for a minute because those real estate agents don't get paid without getting commission, right? That's how they earn their living, right? So w- that one slogan in the bottom there that says, we pay commissions. Yeah, there we go. The fire alarm's going off in their head, right? I can get paid. I can get paid. for. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So, so we're talking about those three categories are basically, so you would go and cultivate lists of real estate agents. You would cultivate lists of cash buyers or people that use hard money lenders or private lenders, or you would go get hedge funds, basically people that are buying large amounts of properties that would be interested potentially in your, in your disposition of a property. So, so, so does HiveMind allow for us to have both of those prop categories in our CRM together concurrently? Yes. 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 It's a, it's a tag based system. So you can tag your sellers as sellers and your buyers as buyers and then search and text. So, right. So what, what I think what Daniel's saying, just so you understand is that every time you import a list of somebody, you're importing them. And then when you import them, you add a tag to them so that you can then filter out of this tag. Right. So what you're saying is that the, 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 the realtor agent, they're coming in as real estate agent and you can tag and send a real estate agent a different message on the dispo side than you would a hedge fund or than you would a cash buyer because you don't want to necessarily say to a cash buyer, we pay commissions because they're like, pay commissions on what? What are you talking about? We want to buy the damn house. But to a real estate agent, the message is, do you have a buyer because we want to pay you commission to buy this house, right? And so the messaging can be set up based on these tags. And so tags, can, can people have multiple tags? Unlimited tags. Unlimited tags. So you can be tagged as a buyer, a seller, a real estate agent. So I'm an investor. I'm also a real estate agent and I'm also a cash buyer. I can have those three tags. Yeah. And we can, and we might go down to the point where like, if I'm building a relationship with you, what county do you buy in? Uh. What property do you buy? Three bedroom, two bath, a single family in this specific county is what I'm looking for. You can tag them all that. That way, when you sell a specific property you want to sell, you can search by those tags and sell to people that actually want to buy those properties. Yeah. So Daniel, you just brought up an amazing point, right? So dispo teams, right. Are created by people that are there dispo to, 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 to create the sales side of the wholesale. Right. But when they're not selling, what can they be doing to foster relationships? And you just said something that's so powerful that I don't know if everyone caught on to, but I'm going to bring it back. So everyone kind of pays attention here. So here's what he said. If you call, if your dispo team, call the buyers, and you ask the buyers, hey, do you buy in Milwaukee County? Do you buy in Waukesha County? Do you buy? And they say, I don't buy in Milwaukee County, but I buy in Waukesha County. You can tag them Waukesha County 
And then you can filter. I want to filter cash buyers, Waukesha County. And aha, now the list is not going from 400 people, but there might be six people that you could actually now get on the phone with them and say, hey, I remember when I spoke to you on June 12th, you said you buy in Waukesha County. I've got a great asset for you in Waukesha County. And they're going to say, no kidding. How the hell did you remember that conversation? Ah, hive mind, CRM. That's why, right? That's the whole, and this isn't a commercial about hive mind or CRM. It's a commercial about systems and processes that make you better, right? Hive mind is one. Hive mind is a phenomenal asset, right? But we have to think through it to say, aha, here's what makes sense out of it. So, uh, man, that is amazing. So both sides of the CRM are great, right? Can you tell me one other thing? We talked a little bit about white labeling. Is that still an irrelevant piece in, in CRM world or in our space of, investor space is that still viable oh i mean there's there's a lot of opportunity out there doing different things the one thing about the real estate industry is that there's a plethora of niches you can do in real estate to kind of separate yourself from everybody else so there's there's special people that specialize in trouble title and airships and unlocking properties there's people that's trouble that's uh, that might specialize in, in uh software or data there's people there's companies out there that might specialize in um, specific type of property assets, like an office or in retail or in single family or land or, or store. So there's so many different asset classes and niches in the real estate industry that you can be a real estate investor or a real estate business in real estate, but not necessarily do real estate directly. That's, that's such a powerful thing because, you know, I think people lose sight of it. Now, does your, does HiveMind, does your CRM connect with phone systems? Like, Ring Central or whatever the other ones that are out there, eight by eight or whatever. So we integrate with uh, Twilio. We're having a WhatsApp integration coming out soon, but it's one of those things where like uh, Twilio is a phone system. So dial, it comes with a single line power dialer, uh, RVMs, voicemails, uh, calling capability, texting capability. All, and we are on app base. So we can actually call text and wow. text email. So, 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 so tell me something, Daniel, because I know you, you've done a lot of podcasts and we're getting towards the end of our time here. And I just want to give this audience because I, I don't think people really understand the breadth of you, right? Like I, I, when you came up and spoke at our house of harder, I'm like, guys, are you guys paying attention to this amazingness? And then I'm like, well, I, I don't think so. And I wonder how many people left that there was 200 people in the room. I wonder how many people left and got hive mind. And I'm going to say probably two people, right? And, and it's irritating to me because it's like, but I want to, I want to wholesale. I want to do this. I'm like, well, did you go get your CRM? Did you start the process? Have you built the system and your funnels and everything else? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, you need to start paying attention. So Daniel, tell me, how does someone learn more about HiveMind? How do people get to you as a, as a CRM expert, right? Because, because you're, you're, you're a, truck driver, man. You, you were a truck driver and now you're running a technology company that is amazing and offering so much value for a measly $99 a month. And, and how do they get to you? Talk to me, just give us your contact information and give us how we can get, get to you. Is there any, and, and one last thing, if you, I'm sure you probably have some funny social cause you seem like a funny guy. So give us your, uh, your, your Instagram handle as well. So, um, Instagram is Daniel underscore dot underscore Martinez. Uh, best way to get a hold of me, uh, we have a private face. It's a public Facebook group. It's a Hive Mind CRM on Facebook. But if you really want to see what automation looks like and you're like, how can I physically, tangibly see this? You can text us at 210-972-1842. Just text the keyword course, C-O-U-R-S-C, or H-I-V-E, Hive, and you can kind of get put in our automation. You can see what it does. 
If you have any questions about this, I'm sorry, say the number just slower. So guys, write this number down and text it and you'll get to be put into the system and you'll be able to see it. So give us the number, please. 210-972-1842. And text that number. What should they text course to that number? Course. Uh, we offer a dollar course of how to make six figures on one land deal for a dollar. For a dollar. I feel like I want to give the first hundred guests uh, of the hundred dollars for you. Okay, so so give me the number one more time. Two one zero nine seven two eighteen forty two. And if you put in the word hard money, the course that you charge for, I'm paying for as a consideration to get your butts out of the truck, get your butts off the wherever you are, get your butt out of the W two job, get where you ever are to see how you can become a master in. CRM and real estate investing. Is that a deal? Yeah, I can do that. 100%. Text hard okay. money. That's amazing. Text hard money, guys. Come on. Let's pay attention here. Um, Daniel, I'm so grateful for our time today. I'm very ungrateful that you're not coming to our Hustle Harder event too, but you have an event that you do on your own. So there's more information about that that we can get. Um, we'd like to share with our audience. If they can't attend us and they can attend you, we'd like to still have people educating and learning through real estate. So, um, Daniel, I, I just want to say with a, with a heartfelt thank you. Thank you for joining uh, me, Scott Lurie, on The Hard Truths with Scott Lurie. Um, you've been a phenomenal guest. Um, I think what you're doing for the real estate community is a, is, a, is a phenomenal blessing to everybody is that they can get out there for $99 and become a business. You can become a business for $99, guys. Go and do it today. The dollar course that you're paying, I'm paying for you. Text them hard money and, and, and let's get started. Daniel, uh, at Hive Mind, thank you so much for being a, host, a guest for us today on the Hard Truths with Scott Larry. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for having me, and thanks. For, hopefully, we'll see you at the next event. Not this one, but the next one. We'll be, be there. there. We'll be to you, and you come to us. Take care of yourself, guys, and uh, all of our listeners out there. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Happy investing, and thanks for listening to us on the Hard Truths.